Now, let's talk hardball. This is River City Hardball, presented by D-Bat Jacksonville. Here's your host, Andrew Gibson. Good Sunday morning, Jacksonville, and welcome to River City Hardball, presented by D-Bat Jacksonville. I'm your host, Andrew Gibson. We are a show that is focused and dedicated to baseball here in Jacksonville. We focus on high school, college, and pro baseball here in the River City. A lot coming up on the show and batting leadoff this morning in our second ever show on River City Hardball is Hunter Carnes. He's a stud junior from First Coast High School. He joins us live in studio alongside his head coach, Stephen Barnes. Guys, uh, thanks so much for joining us. Coach Barnes, this is your first chance to be on with Hunter here in 1010XL. How you doing? Good morning. Appreciate you having us. Uh, we love what you do for Jacksonville baseball and appreciate everything that goes on in Jacksonville. Hunter Carnes is a 2024 commit to Florida State University. You've played five games you've hit four home runs hunter how you doing i'm doing good you are just tearing the cover off the ball right now tell us about the kind of zone that you're in right now four homers in five games right now um me and barnes fixed something in my swing after the first week and i just really took off since then tell us uh, coach barnes what you guys fixed in his swing because it's working pretty well so, I mean, I think the best thing that happened to him was the Bartram Trail game. Um, struggled a little bit. Um, then after that, we made a simple adjustment to get him stand his own a little bit longer and hitting bombs all, all parts of the field. So that's what we love to see. Coach Stephen Barnes from First Coast High School and Hunter Carnes, the catcher for First Coast. Uh, Hunter bats leadoff. Here's a guy that's got power, speed, everything why um why bat him lead off does he you know you, you could probably put him at three or four and and be just fine but why bat him lead off I get this question a lot but um my thing is when you can score to start the game mm-hmm. let's go score you can hit a home run if you're going to pitch around him still second still third um the one thing that he's doing a lot better this year he's trusting his teammates so his teammates are getting him in this year so all you got to do is get on take his walk and then we'll take advantage of the situation we'll be up early Hunter, you've uh, hit four home runs, as we've noted. Any home run that stands out to you as your favorite so far? My favorite was the UC home run on Monday because it's probably the farthest ball I've ever hit. Wow. What was uh, what was the pitch? Do you remember? It was a fastball right down the middle, I think. <laughs> Why do they do that, Coach? <laughs> right down the middle to this guy? Yeah. Um, I don't think that's a good idea. Um like uh, I was telling you earlier, I think my favorite, though, is at Beachside. It was first at-bat of the season, 3-2 count against 88-89, and he goes backside. I, mm. mean, I think that's an impressive swing myself. Um, Hunter, you're a right-hand batter, right? Um, yes, you're a catcher. You've got tremendous power. You're committed to Florida State. Uh, tell me about the recruitment process uh, with FSU. The recruitment process started with the old coaching staff when I was in eighth grade. There was a video of me throwing down on Twitter, and I started talking to Metcalf from then on. Mm-hmm. And then my the fall of my sophomore year, I decided to commit to Florida State because it's a big catching school, and I want to be a catcher at the next level. And I think you got a great opportunity to do that. Buster Posey came through Florida State, uh, obviously pretty arguably a Hall of Famer with what he's done uh, in Major League Baseball. He's retired now, but uh, did you, coming through uh, the ranks as a catcher, did you follow the, the career of Buster Posey at all? No. So you, you uh, tell me about some guys maybe that 
do you model your game after anybody that you've watched or, or anything like that? No, I don't think I do. I've been going to the same catching coach since I was nine, mm-hmm. and he's really helped me with all my catching needs. That's that's good. Uh, coach Barnes, I remember a couple years ago you texted me um, and said, you got, you better know about this guy, Hunter Carnes. What, and this was when he was a freshman. He's a junior now. This was when he was a freshman. What did you see from Hunter at an early age that told you this guy would be special? So, uh, freshman year, first game, third at bat, home run. Wow. And pop time 2-0 as a freshman with plenty of room to grow. So, uh, then the speed was all – the speed's always been there. That's what everybody talks about, a 6'5 runner. So, um, just the tools, the work ethic. The work ethic is really what separates him from a lot of people. You know, with uh, – a lot of times people – not catchers for being slow, right? That a lot of people will say that. Not this guy. This guy really fast. How many steals so he's far? He's got six in five got games. Five games. Yeah. So he's got six steals in five games. Four homers in five games. He's hitting what? Six hundred. Six hundred. He's hitting six hundred. That'll play, right? That'll play as a coach. Um, Hunter, tell me a little bit more about the the team that you're on. Tell me about the guys that you have on this team. Some some of your teammates. Some of your friends. Tell us about your guys. So, the team. We have a couple new guys this year, a couple transfers that came in, but a lot of us have been together for a year or two now, so we're really meshed together. And when I when I'm hitting, I don't have to do too much. I don't feel like I have to do too much because I just need to get on base and then get in scoring position. And I know the guys after me will hit me in. Hunter, you um, when did you know that baseball was going to be your sport? You you played it from a young age, obviously, but but when did you know that, hey, I, I'm pretty good at this baseball thing? Probably when I was in middle school because at that point I'd stopped playing all the other sports I played because I just didn't really like them as much as I liked baseball. And then that's when I started taking baseball really seriously. Coach Barnes, so with, with Hunter, I mean, this is a guy that you also knew early on that baseball was going to be his sport, right? Yeah, so first tournament I seen travel ball. He was playing in Hoover, and we were in the same – had my older team there. I think he was 14, and I seen him hit a double, and I said, hmm, I heard this kid lives on the north side. I got to make sure he's a buck. Mm-hmm. So um, I seen him there, and then we talked from there, and then ever since then we've had a really tight relationship, and we go hit seven times, seven days a week. So always working. Yeah, that hard work will put you in a position to where, like you've got right now, Hunter Carnes, a junior committed to Florida State from First Coast. A couple more minutes here with the Buccaneers head coach, Stephen Barnes, and 2024 uh, catcher Florida State commit Hunter Carnes joining us on River City Hardball that's presented by DBAT Jacksonville. Coach Barnes, tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, you, were, you were at First Coast. Uh, you were drafted by the Brewers in 04-05. Uh, tell us about your history. Yeah, so 2004 um, – had a great year at First Coast, went undefeated, uh, had a .33 ERA. Wow. Got drafted by the Brewers in the 36th round. Um, it was a draft and follow back then. I don't. I think they just started that back up. Um, so I was originally going to Georgia. The scout told me, hey, you should go JUCO. You can go there and get redrafted. So I went to Lake City, had a dominant year, um, turned down some money, then went to Oral Roberts, and unfortunately had Tommy John. So mm. kind of set me back. You know, it's interesting, Coach. Tommy John these days, guys come back from it. It feels like guys come back from it more than ever. Your case, it wasn't the case. 
So Tell us about it. Unfortunately, I did. I made it back. Beat Arkansas at Oral Roberts. Nice. And I'm no hitting the Longhorns in the fourth, and it pops again. Wow. So it was, yeah, just unfortunate situation. One of those things where, I guess it's not my time. I guess I had another call, and guess I was supposed to be a coach. Maybe I coach better than I play. So you had to have it twice. You had to have it again. No, I didn't have it a second time. Okay. It was the rehab was brutal. I was yeah. away from home in Oklahoma doing it. Um, it was a real struggle to get through. I mean. Um, I grinded through it the first time. Second time, I was like, ah, I'm senior. This ain't. This must not. This is a sign. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do something else. As a high school coach, do you coach pitchers uh, any differently than when you played now that you know that you've had Tommy John? We are, and it's cost us. it probably cost us a game Friday night okay. against UC. I could have brought back a pitcher that threw Monday, but – he only threw 50 pitches, but I wasn't going to do it. Like, we are really conscious of the pitch counts. And we – if we have a guy go 90, it's very rare. Like, we try to keep our guys at 80 and for that reason. I don't want nobody injured. It ain't worth it. I could, I'd rather lose a game than bring a kid back too soon. Wow, that's a that's a great approach to have, to be honest, because, you know, for somebody like you, you that's been through it, I mean, coaches can say, you know, we, we're going to keep our guys on a pitch count, but – you having gone through it, you know exactly what it's like. Yeah. I mean, I I want no kids. Like, I mean, we got a kid right now that's got a banged up shoulder. He wants to play. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. Like, we're just trying to build a good base, good good team. Let's stay healthy. Like, it counts in April. Final moment here with head coach of First Coast, Stephen Barnes and Hunter Carnes. Hunter, final question for you. Uh, tell us about uh, why, uh, once again, Florida State uh, – is any other school trying to sway you in a different direction, or Florida State's your your school and that's where you're going? Florida State's my school and that's where I'm going. I love the new coaching staff they got there, and no other schools are. I don't talk to any other schools. Got him locked down in Tallahassee. So congratulations, Hunter, on your success, uh, continued success for you. Last one for you, Coach. Um, first Coast is doing things right now that they haven't done in a long time. Last year, you guys won a playoff game, what, first time in 25 years? First you, district title in 23 years, yeah. first – playoff win in 25 years that's outstanding stuff why has it turned in such a great momentum right now for first coast uh so when i took the job and came back i told coach lee the ad i said if you if i build it that will come back so we've kind of built the kids coming back that belong on the north side they ain't leaving for private schools they're not going to other schools they're coming home and we're gonna keep them there and we're gonna have a good core and Obviously, we have a good foundation. We got the best catcher in the country. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't want to throw that? So, I mean, especially next year, you're going to have scouts at every game. Why would you not want to throw to the best catcher in the country? So, I mean, we just keep working hard, put our head down and grind. It is what it is. Your next game comes up Monday night, 6 o'clock. It's a home game against Sandalwood, a very good team with Coach Tim Moses. Coach, congratulations on your success. Hunter, thanks so much for joining us in studio this morning. Thanks for having me. There they go. First Coast head coach Stephen Barnes and their stud catcher is Hunter Carnes. He's a 2024 committed to Florida State University. Coming up in just a few moments, we're going to check in with JU freshman sensation Chandler Howard. He's hit three home runs already for JU, two of which have come against Florida State and Florida. Also, we're going to check in live with the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. They've got the Savannah Bananas in town for one more stop here this afternoon. You're listening to River City Hardball presented by DBAT Jacksonville on 1010XL. River City Hardball, presented by D-Bat Jacksonville on 1010XL.
You are hearing the walk-up music for Chandler Howard. He's coming on in just a second. Andrew Gibson here with you. River City Hardball on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Thanks again to the First Coast head coach, Stephen Barnes, and Hunter Carnes. Uh, Moments ago, they just joined us live in studio. Hunter Carnes is hitting 600 with four home runs in five games at First Coast. They are really playing good baseball, and uh, they just joined us moments ago. If you missed it, you can catch up on demand on the podcast on 1010XL.com. We want to say thanks to our our title sponsor, DBAT, here in Jacksonville on Powers Avenue. DBAT Jacksonville is a 20,000-square-foot facility on Powers Avenue, 13 batting cages, automated pitching machines. We've had all this rain in Jacksonville. If you if you miss some work, don't miss it. Go inside to this beautiful facility in Jacksonville. DBAT, uh, coming up March 13th through the 17th is their spring break camp. Make sure you check it out at dbatjacks.com. Also, the weekend of the 18th here in March, everything in their pro shop is 20% off. They're a Rawlings pro shop. They've got terrific gear. Anything you want, check them out, dbatjacks.com. Right now, it's a pleasure to welcome in on the Farah and Farah phone line. Chandler Howard is a freshman sensation from Lake City with the JU baseball team. JU just upset uh, Florida. They went over to Gainesville on Wednesday night, beat the Gators 10-8. to Florida was sixth ranked in the country. They're still way up there in terms of a very good baseball program. But JU beat them Wednesday night 10-8. to Chandler, uh, welcome to the show, man. That was a big win for you guys on Wednesday. Uh, it was a big one. Uh... We expected to go in there and put up a fight and uh, come out with a win. We knew we had the guys to do it, and we just came together and pulled it off. Chandler, in that two-game home-and-home series against Florida, you guys scored a combined 18 runs in the series, eight in the first game, 10 in the second game. You know, I spoke to some guys before the season, Chris Armstrong, Chase Malloy, among others, that said – this JU offense is one of the better offenses you guys have had in a couple of years. I know you're only a freshman, but this has got to be pretty fun to be on an offense that's capable of putting up numbers like this. Yeah, so they, uh, they came over here Tuesday night and they challenged us, and we went back over there like, uh, Wednesday night and responded. Well, you guys certainly did. A big upset on Wednesday night in Gainesville against number 6 Florida, 10-8 to the final. Jacksonville gets the victory. Chandler, you've already hit a couple of home runs in your freshman season so far. Two of your first three have come against Florida State and Florida. That is big time here for Jacksonville. To what do you attribute the power that you have as a freshman to hit all these home runs? I don't really try to hit them. I just go up there and try to compete, uh, help my team win, and if a home run happens, it happens. I will say this, though. The home run that you hit on Tuesday night against the Gators – I don't know if I've ever seen a home run go that far at John Sessions Stadium. You hit it over the new scoreboard in right field. Have you ever hit a home run that far? That might be one of the farthest ones I've ever hit. No, that, that one felt really good. <laughs> I love it. That's got to be pretty special to hit one like that against the Florida Gators. Take us through the at-bat, Chandler. It was a 1-0 count. Slater threw you a first pitch, 1-0 outside. And then what did you see? What did you hit? Take us through the at-bat. So the at-bat before, uh, he got me to a one-two count, and uh, he threw me a slider, and I came out of my back leg and rolled over at the first base. So I knew he was probably going to try to come back with it sooner or later in that bat, and I was just looking for him to hang it and leave it up and give me one I could do something with. 
Well, you did something with it, all right. You hit it over the scoreboard in right field at John Sessions Stadium. That was an absolute moonshot of a home run on Tuesday night against the Gators. Did anybody in the dugout say anything to you after that home run? Anything that comes to mind that you remember? It was just a bunch of the older guys. They uh, they laughed and they they were talking about how far I hit it and stuff like that. I know at JU now, you guys have something called Yacker Tech from John Updike, a major league scout whose son, Scout, plays for JU. That tells you the measurables on hits and pitches. Did you get a distance or anything like that on the home run? Uh, I'm not sure how far it went. I just know the exit velo was 108, I think. That's pretty good. That'll play, as they say. Chandler Howard is our guest from the Jacksonville University Dolphins. Primarily a DH, can play first base. And in the outfield, he's in the lineup for Chris Hayes on most days that you'll see JU play a baseball game. Chandler, let's go back to the win in Gainesville on Wednesday. To play in a park like that that is just brand new and really nice. To win at a place like Florida, a powerhouse program ranked in the top 10. What was that experience like for you guys? When we got there, it was one of those uh, really nice stadium, uh, kind of a pro stadium feel, uh, and BP and all. You can look around and look at it and see what all it has. But when the game starts, you don't focus on any of that. You just try to compete and win the game, and I think that's what we did. You know, I've heard from Florida fans this week that said, well, Florida pitchers walked 11 guys. Well, look, JU deserves credit for that. People may not realize this, Chandler, but you guys are in the top 15 in the nation in walks drawn this season. You drew a bases loaded walk in the game. What did you see from the Florida pitchers that allowed you to be so patient at the plate? Uh, he walked uh, Hogan McIntosh that bat before me on four straight pitches. So uh, I didn't want to go up there and expand the zone, and I wanted to make him come at me and uh, – I believe I got up 2-0 or 1-0 maybe, and he threw a fastball that was, I could have done something with, but I knew that he was having trouble finding the strike zone consistently, so I was wanting to make him come at me. You see what I mean? I love that. I love that approach, and it worked, clearly, against a top-10 team in the country in an upset victory 10-8 to on Wednesday night in Gainesville against the Florida Gators for JU. Chandler, I want to go back to your first two home runs. We talked about the one you hit against Florida on Tuesday night. Let's go back to the FSU home run. I remember calling that one. It was far and deep out to left for a home run. Take us back to what you remember from the home run you hit against FSU here in Jacksonville. Uh, that one that one felt really good. Uh, I grew up going to FSU games, not being too far from Tallahassee, and being able to hit one off them was a pretty good moment. I believe it was a middle-of-way fastball maybe 91, 92, and I just stayed on it and tried to drive it to the other side of the field. That's awesome, man. I'm smiling ear to ear right now just hearing you tell that story. That's really cool stuff. Hey, take us back to opening night of the season. You're a freshman. You hit a home run in your very first game against Kent State. Yes, yeah, so, uh, that My first at bat, I was kind of nervous, uh, struck out. And after that at bat, I said, you know what, I'm here. Might as well do something with it. And, uh, Actually, that was my first career hit was a home run versus Kent State. How did you feel after you hit the first home run of your Jacksonville career? don't even really remember running around the bases. It was just one of those moments that just happens and you can't control. 
I bet you floated around the bases after that first home run. I love to hear those stories like that. Final moments here with Chandler Howard from the Jacksonville University Dolphins. He's a freshman that's tearing the cover off the ball right now for Jacksonville. Chandler, in the final moments that we have, tell us a little bit about you off the field. Yes, sir. I'm, a, I'm from a small town, so uh, we don't really have much to do. Uh, hang out with friends, uh, play baseball, obviously, and then spend some time in the woods and on the water just trying to hunt and fish. That's cool. Jacksonville is a really great place to do all that stuff, especially if you like to fish. What drew you to Jacksonville? What drew you to the Dolphins program? Uh, the coaching staff was a really big part. Uh, they really want what's best for the players. And uh, obviously being able to compete against schools like Florida, Florida State, Miami this year. And the guys on the team, they just really took us in and we're just getting after it. All right, so you guys are wrapping up a series today with Southeastern Louisiana. When you play a school like that that you probably don't know a whole lot about, how do you approach that? Do you go try to find video of the pitchers? How do you approach that? I try to uh, watch a little bit, bit of video on the pitchers, uh, read the scouting reports, and then go back to the high school days where you just get in the box and compete. It's you versus him out there on the field. Yeah, that's right. Go back to your high school days for a second. You're from Lake City. You played for Columbia. What was it like playing baseball for the Tigers in high school? Uh, it was it was fun. Uh, my senior year, we uh, we made a run to the state semifinals. Uh, our team, we dealt with injuries, and we didn't have the depth that all the other teams had because we had a lot of guys banged up, but we really just came together and competed. Chandler, do you have a favorite baseball player that you've watched over the course of your playing career? Anybody that comes to mind that maybe you model your game after? There's two people that I've really enjoyed watching, and they're retired now, but I still enjoy watching is Chipper Jones and King Griffey Jr. I love that. That's two Hall of Famers right there. I think it goes without saying of why you would want to watch those guys, but why specifically did those two players have an impact on you? Uh, I really like the way they played the game. They played hard. They played to win. They played for their team. King Griffey Jr., he he did whatever it took. Chipper Jones, he did whatever it took. And they're just just athletes that want to go out there and compete. Chandler, you mentioned earlier that the coaching staff at JU was a big reason why you came to Jacksonville. What's it like playing for head coach Chris Hayes? Uh, It's awesome. Uh, He he really wants to win, which – so does everybody on the team. That's what we're here for. He wants what's best for us, and uh, he gives us the opportunities, and you got to take them when you get them. Awesome stuff with Chandler Howard, a freshman sensation at Jacksonville University, has already powered several balls out of John Session Stadium. Look for Chandler Howard, number 15, for the JU Dolphins as they continue in their 2023 season. Chandler, thanks so much for your time this morning. Yes, sir. Thank you. We appreciate the time of Chandler Howard joining us on the second episode of River City Hardball presented by DBAT Jacksonville. Andrew Gibson back with you now, and let's welcome in right now on the Farah and Farah phone line, Noel Blaha, Vice President of Marketing and Media from the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. If you guys don't know, the Savannah Bananas are in town. They were here last night, a sold-out show. Uh, They're coming up in just a few moments. The gates are going to open at 1130, about three minutes from now. The gates will be open at one to one Financial Ballpark. They've got a 1 o'clock matinee event coming up today downtown at the stadium with the Savannah Bananas. And here to talk about it is Noel Blaha from the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Man, I saw last night, I didn't get a chance to go, but I saw the crowd on social media. That looked like that was awesome last night, man. Yeah, I mean, we're still coming down from the high that was last night's uh, Banana Ball event at the at one to one Financial Ballpark. It was 
it was amazing. It was it was really really great. So uh, you know, people showed out and they uh, they weren't disappointed. I'll say that. Noel, for those that don't know, tell us who the Savannah Bananas are and what do they do. Yeah, the Savannah Bananas began a few years ago as a wood bat league team in the Coastal Plains League, uh, playing out a historic Grayson Stadium there in Savannah that's hosted ball uh, for, for nearly 100 years, or probably close to 100 years by now. Um, and they, they started kind of uh, with a funny name, and then all of a sudden they decided, you know, let's get wild with it. And they, they created some viral videos at the time, still using collegiate players, playing in that wood bat league over the summer months. Um, and uh, eventually it just kind of evolved into they created their own set of rules and a game called Banana Ball. So what they played last night here in Jacksonville, what they're getting ready to play here this afternoon, is Banana Ball. It's not the typical nine-inning baseball game. There's nine specific rules, including no bunting, no mound visits. Um, you know, there, There's no walks. If you get a four balls, you sprint to first base because you can take as many bases as you can get before the other – nine fielders touch the ball. Um, so they've created uh, this sensation. I, I kind of liken it to the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. Right. Um, they've got a, a, a an opponent called the Party Animals, and they're kind of a, the heel, if you will, uh, to borrow a wrestling term. Um, and they kind of play that role up. Uh, and then the Bananas have their own cast of characters, uh, both in the lineup as well as roaming the ballpark. And, of course, uh, it all starts with our owner, Jesse Cole, in his uh, yellow top hat and tuxedo suit that is sort of the ringmaster of this uh, of this circus on the diamond. Uh, that's really cool. So let's make people aware that the Jumbo Shrimp are not selling these tickets. These are sold by the Savannah Bananas. This is their event right. coming up at 1 o'clock this afternoon in Jacksonville. So the tickets are sold out. So make sure people understand that the tickets are sold out. This is a uh, – they almost went to like a lottery system to get these tickets, I think, right? Yeah, I mean, it was, it, it was unbelievable. I mean, they sell out their season uh, that they play there uh, at uh, Grayson Stadium in Savannah. And so they decided to take things on the road uh, and, and do a world tour starting last year, hitting some minor league parks. Uh, and they came to Jacksonville. This was uh, obviously the first time in Jacksonville. And those tickets sold really, really quickly. Um, you can watch uh, all of their events live on their YouTube channel. Uh, so if you want to check that out, you can you can see Jacksonville One to One Financial Ballpark on the on the Savannah Bananas YouTube channel, and uh, it's it, it's it's wild. It's it's fun. It's it's goofy. Uh, it's high energy. I mean, uh, it, it's like it's you know it's like going to a rock concert that's that's only playing uh, number one hit songs. There's just right. there's music. There's action. It's 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 wild. It's a pretty unique event going on today. The gates are open right now. They opened at 1130. Uh, just as we're talking, the Banana Ball event is coming up at 1 o'clock. If you're one of the fortunate ones that have a ticket to this, you're going to have a lot of fun this afternoon. Yeah, that, you know that's for sure. Uh, you know they, they put on these shows uh, You know last night, and they're going to do a fresh one tonight. Um, so uh, the people get in line. It, it, one of the unique things about this is it's all general admission seating. So whether you're in the front row behind home plate or you're out in the bleachers in the top row, it's first come, first serve, uh, theater style. So what that does is it creates this wild atmosphere outside of the gates. Again, the gates just opened here at, at 1130 for the 1 p.m. start, and people have been in line since uh, 9 o'clock this morning because uh, they wanted to get in first and do that Oklahoma land rush to the seats. But, uh, you know, in true entertainment form, there, you're not just standing in line and, and waiting like you are at a Disney park. You, the, the bananas take this entertainment thing to the next level. They've got their team out there meeting and greeting the players, signing autographs. Um, they've got 
a band, uh, uh, a six-piece band that is marching along. They've got a DJ that is playing high-energy hits out there. And, of course, they've got merchandise stands every 10 feet or so. Uh, so they, they really keep the, the fans entertained. Their mantra is fans first, uh, you know, very in line with what we do at the Jumbo Shrimp. And we were really fortunate uh, to be able to, uh, to hook up with them and, and, and treat them and host them here in Jacksonville. Very cool event going on today here in Jacksonville with the Savannah Bananas in town for one final stop here in Jacksonville at 121 Financial Ballpark. Gates are open right now, 1130. Banana Ball comes up at 1 o'clock here today. Uh, Three weeks away or so from the opener for the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Noel, tell us about what people can expect uh, this upcoming season. Yeah, we're excited for another season of AAA baseball here in Jacksonville. Uh, The the team is obviously uh, in Jupiter right now with Marlin Spring Training. Uh, from what we've been hearing, we're, we're going to get a pretty talented squad again uh, from the Marlins, and uh, we're, we're excited to just welcome people back into the ballpark. Home opener is April 4th, uh, all home for a six-game homestand, um, and we're just really excited to open those gates uh, and let people come in and enjoy uh, you know, baseball at the highest level in the minor leagues, the AAA, and uh, entertain the fans uh, much like the Bananas have done, uh, albeit they get, to, they get to play by their own set of rules, but we uh, certainly... We'll be taking some tips and tricks uh, of some of the stuff that they've been doing to entertain the folks uh, to do that at the fans uh, throughout our season as well. So a lot of fun. You know, your usual Friday night fireworks, Thursday, Thursdays, giveaway Saturdays. And, of course, I love the Sundays. My, my 11- and 8-year-old uh, come on the Sundays especially because we play catch on the field before the game. So before every uh, Sunday family fun day, we have, uh, we have families out onto the field to play catch in the outfield. And that's, that's a lot of fun. Noel, it's my favorite time of the year. Baseball is in the air. Noel Blaha, the vice president of marketing and media from the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. The Savannah Bananas are in town. Jumbo Shrimp baseball around the corner. Thanks so much for jumping on for a few minutes this morning. I appreciate it, Gibby. Thanks. All right, we thanks uh, very much to Noel Blaha from the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp for joining us. The Savannah Bananas are in town. One more uh, banana ball is coming up at 1 o'clock today. They are like the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball, so they're coming once again to Jacksonville. They were here last night. They're here one more time today. So we thank Noel from the Jumbo Shrimp as they host the Savannah Bananas, a big-time event here in Jacksonville for the Jumbo Shrimp. We've got one more segment coming up in our second-ever show of River City Hardball here on 1010XL, presented by DBAT Jacksonville. Coming up next, we'll have... The right fielder of the UNF Ospreys, Cherokee Nichols, is a Fletcher Senator, and he's now the cleanup hitter for the bomb squad at UNF. They've had a bunch of home runs already in the 2023 season. Cherokee Nichols will join us next. This is River City Hardball on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. River City Hardball, presented by D-Bat Jacksonville on 1010XL. We welcome you back to River City Harbaugh, our final 20 minutes here on this Sunday morning on 1010XL 92.5 FM. We're presented by D-Bat Jacksonville. That song right there, Charleston Girl by Tyler Childers. That's the walk-up song for Cherokee Nichols, the right fielder for the UNF Ospreys. Cherokee's going to join us on the Fair and Fair phone line in just a few moments. Earlier you heard the walk-up music for Chandler Howard of the JU Dolphins. His was Sleeping on the Blacktop by Coulter Wall. And I always like to do that. The, any guest that we have on that's a ball player, just bring them in on their walk-up song. That's what, that's how they go to the plate. Why not bring them in the radio that way too? So uh, thanks to our guests we've had so far in the show today. We've had Stephen Barnes, the head coach of First Coast, 
They are out to a 3-2 and two start, and their catcher also joined us in studio 2024. Florida State commit Hunter Carnes has hit four home runs in five games, 600 average with six steals as well. Hunter Carnes is crushing it right now for the First Coast Buccaneers. Their next game is Monday against Sandalwood at a 6 o'clock first pitch over at First Coast. Also Chandler Howard, three home runs so far in the JU season, only a freshman from Lake City. And in just a moment, we're going to welcome in uh, Cherokee Nichols, who's hit two home runs already for UNF. But I want to mention once again, DBAT Jacksonville is uh, who brings you the, the show here this morning and every time we are on the air uh, with River City Hardball. DBAT is a 20,000-square-foot facility here in Jacksonville. They have 13 batting cages. They've got automated pitching machines. You can throw a bullpen in there if you're a softball or a baseball pitcher. They've got a ton of space for you to get your work in. All this rain in the spring and summertime, uh, you want to try to make sure you find a, a, a dry place to go in and get your work in. DBAT Jacksonville is the place to go. They're on Powers Avenue here in Jacksonville, and they have been top-notch from the very beginning. Uh, they've been behind this show when it was a podcast, so I think Zach Phillips and their guys over at DBAT Jacksonville. And we want to remind you that their spring break camp is coming up March 13th through the 17th, so check that out. Also, the weekend of March 18th, everything in the pro shop at DBAT Jacksonville, 20% off. And I'm just telling you, they have really nice stuff over there. There are Rawlings Pro Shop, gloves, batting gloves, bats. They've got everything that you need for baseball or softball. We're right in the thick of the season here in Jacksonville, baseball and softball. So check out our friends at DBAT Jacksonville. Without further ado, let's welcome in on the Farrah and Farrah phone line. They're wrapping up a series in just a few minutes here this afternoon with Fordham. They've won three games in a row. Cherokee Nichols is the right fielder for UNF. He's a Fletcher guy, now playing his college baseball in the city. Uh, Cherokee, thanks for jumping on with us this morning, man. I'm good, man. Happy to be on the show. Uh, thanks for having me. Congrats on your new show. It's uh, Love to hear it. Happy to be a part of it. Cherokee, I don't know if Jacksonville knows this, but the University of North Florida baseball team has been crushing the baseball out of the ballpark so far this season. UNF baseball coming into this weekend had more home runs than Tennessee, Georgia, and Alabama in college baseball. Tell me what it's been like to be on the bomb squad for UNF so far this season. Yeah, the home runs are great. Uh, they're awesome. Uh, we're, we're getting hot early. Um, we still got to do a lot more with the bat. We got to we got to do a bunch more things, but, you know, it's exciting to have those numbers with UNF uh, be up there. Uh, it's definitely neat. It's cool. Um, but, you know, we're just putting good swings on balls, and uh, we're hitting we're getting pitches to hit. We're hitting them out of the yard. You know, we've had a couple windy days um, that have been in our favor blowing out. But, you know, uh, I'm happy with it. I think guys are seeing it, letting it fly, which is a good sign early for us. You guys are 7-5. and five. You've won three games in a row in this four-game series that you're about to wrap up just after the show's over today at 12.05 against Fordham. Tell me how things are going right now for UNF baseball. You know, it's early. Keep telling guys that, you know, we got to stay in the boat. This is a season. This isn't a 25 high school game season. You know, this is a 56-game season. And, uh, you know, we, we just got to stick through it. You know, days are going to get long. We got a bunch of young guys on the team that haven't been exposed to what a weekend series is or what that looks like, you know, playing 27 innings and basically people say three days, but it's more like two days. And, you know, bodies are getting tired. Um, we just got to stay locked in, you know. And I think uh, I think this group's talented enough and uh, works hard enough to be able to achieve the goals that we set as a ball club. But we're, we're just going to have to keep staying the course. Cherokee, one thing that I love that Coach Parenton and his staff have done at UNF 
is they've recruited Jacksonville very well. You are one of 16 guys on this 2023 roster that is from the Jacksonville area. Do you take pride in knowing that a large part of this roster is you and 15 other Jacksonville area guys playing baseball at UNF? I think it's huge for the program. I think uh, Jacksonville baseball as a whole uh, pulls such good talent out of this area. And, you know, I think JU and UNF do a great job of keeping local talent here. And I'm happy to be a part of it. You know, one of the main reasons I wanted to come back was to play in front of my home city, see my, have my parents, my sister get to see me play all the time. So that's really rewarding for me to be able to do it in front of them in college. And I think other guys feel the same way. You know, uh, you're kind of repping the 904 and uh, it's cool to be back home playing baseball again. Some of the Jacksonville area guys on this 2023 roster at UNF, Alex Lodis from Bartram Trail is playing really well for you. Finn Howell from St. John's Country Day. Aiden Sweat from Fernandina Beach. Tony Rocas from Ponte Vedra. Cherokee, you probably knew some of these guys before even playing at UNF, right? So I had three teammates at Fletcher, actually. Uh, Matt Clements, Ian Brown, Blake Pound. We all went to Fletcher together. Um, I knew Tony a little bit. I knew Brody, uh, Tony Roca and Brody Maynard a little bit. PV guys, kind of local at the beach. Um, you know, there's a bunch of guys. Uh, I had mutual friends with Alex. I'm good buddies with Blake Delamore over at JU. So I know a bunch of the Bartram guys. Those guys are a little bit younger than me. So it was kind of hard in high school to get to know them. But, um, you know, I'm happy to be their teammate now and get to play with them now. Cherokee Nichols from the UNF Ospreys is our guest on the Farah and Farah phone line on River City Hardball, presented by DBAT Jacksonville. Cherokee, you've launched two home runs already in the early part of the season here at UNF. Tell me what you remember about the two home runs. Both were on Sunday. I know that. Um, first one was against Murray State, and we were swinging the bat real well that day, and I think we beat them by 10 runs. I think it was 17-7 to 7 or something like that, and I hit mine late in the eighth. I uh, change up uh, down and in on like a 2-2 count. And I kind of saw a fastball out of the hand and I guess my barrel ran right into a change up and got it up in the, got it up there and went over to left field. But uh, I was really happy with the, uh, with the Villanova home run. Uh, I went left center on a 3-0 slider and I was talking with uh, TP right before I went up to the at-bat and we were having a little discussion. They were on a mound visit, and I said, listen, I'm looking for one thing only, and that's spin. I want to see the ball spin. And he threw me, I think, three sliders in a row and then came back for the 3-0 with a fourth one, and I just saw it up and hit it, and I hit it well to left center. So that's probably been my favorite one so far. I always love to hear players tell stories like that about the home runs and the moments that they remember so much about them. You guys know the pitch it was. You know the count. You know everything about it. I think that's really cool. Cherokee, tell me about your journey that you've had from Fletcher to JUCO and now to UNF. Um, frankly, for me, it was awesome. Uh, I think I went to Northwest Florida, and I think it's one of the best things I ever did for myself. You know, I had a, a serious conversation with my dad coming out of Fletcher, had a couple offers here and there. And, you know, my dad asked me, he said, he said, do you want to have the ability to go get out of bats or do you want to sit and wait for your turn? And I said, I thought about it for a little bit, and I said, I don't want to sit and wait. Coach Martin gave me that opportunity my freshman year at Northwest, and I kind of never looked back. It's a great introduction to college baseball. I think it taught me how to play college baseball because the the game is much more intensified than high school. It's a lot faster. It's a lot quicker. Things it speeds up on you real fast. And I think that I don't think that every high school kid's ready to go play Division One baseball right out of high school. Everybody think that they might, but I don't. And I think the best decision I think I ever made for myself was going to play junior college baseball. And then um, 
you know, you and F, uh, we talked a little bit in the fall of last year and, you know, was recruiting me and I said, Hey, why not? Like, let's do it. Like come back home, get to play in front of my home city and home fans. And I think that's really cool for me. I, I love being a part of the Jacksonville community. I think it's awesome. I think it's great. I grew up here, you know, local beach kids. So playing in this city means a lot to me. And I think it's pretty cool that I'll get to finish it out here. I think you have a chance to play at the next level. Your skill set, everything that you bring to the game will give you an opportunity, I believe, to play in the big leagues. Is that your goal, to play in the big leagues? 100%. Yep. I uh, I always told myself I wanted to be a professional baseball player, and that's still a dream. Uh, we got to make some things happen. We got to put some numbers up. Uh, we got to continue to show up every day and uh, keep getting better. I don't necessarily think about the end goal. I think about the next day. If I can just get to the next day, what do I need to do better today to help me achieve that goal? So, uh, like that 1% better every day kind of thing, you know, I'm just taking it day by day, just trying to show up and keep getting better. What's your favorite memory of playing at Fletcher with Coach Grillo? I uh, went in district championship my freshman year. We, uh, we kicked Oak Leaf's butt a little bit. Uh, and we were not projected to win the district championship at all. And I'm, I'm a young freshman in that lineup, not, not knowing my first name, not knowing any of the guys, really. That was a really cool time for me to be able to, you know, mesh with some of those older guys. I'm a young 15-year-old kid. I, I'm not really supposed to be up here. And the way they just accepted me and still some of my best friends to this day. But yeah, winning that district championship when no one thought we would do it was pretty special. All right, well, keep swinging it, man. Cherokee Nichols, the right fielder for the UNF Ospreys, off to a great start. A couple of home runs already in the 2023 season. He's a North Florida area guy playing his college baseball in town. Cherokee Nichols from the UNF Ospreys. Thanks for a few minutes this morning, man. Awesome. I appreciate it, Andrew. Thanks again. All right, we say thanks once again to Cherokee Nichols from UNF. Uh, a few minutes from now, they're going to finish out their series against Fordham. Uh, UNF has won three games in a row in that four-game series. They finish it up with a matinee at 12.05 at Harmon Stadium, Dusty Rhodes Field. UNF is 7-5 and five so far this season after three victories in a row, and they will go for one more today at 12.05 in just a few minutes against Fordham. Also, they've got a road trip in uh, Orlando this week. Uh, UCF is hosting UNF. That is a Tuesday first pitch at 6 o'clock for the Ospreys playing good baseball. Once again, as we talked about with Cherokee Nichols, UNF baseball is in the top. They're going to update the stats on Monday, but they're in the top 10 or 15 in home runs in the country. Uh, They're just blasting it out of the ballpark. They hit five homers on Friday night. And so best of luck to Tim Parenton and the Ospreys as they move forward. Also with JU Baseball, we had Chandler Howard on, their freshman sensation. He's DHing for the most part, a left-hand hitter that hit a monster home run on Tuesday night against Florida. And JU, a big upset on Wednesday night in Gainesville over number 6 Florida. 10-8 to was the final as uh, JU beat uh, Florida on Wednesday night. They've taken us. They actually split the series so far with Southeast Louisiana. They won on Friday 6 2, and then they lost yesterday 15 2. But uh, JU is finishing up their series uh, at 1 o'clock today against Southeast Louisiana. So, again, uh, best of luck so far and continued best of luck to Chris Hayes and the JU baseball team. They're also 7 5. They're identical, their records with UNF. And uh, JU's going on the road to Miami this week. The Hurricanes are a top uh, 25 team. They're in a heck of a series right now with the Gators. That's a top 25 series that's going on this weekend in Gainesville. Miami 22nd in the country coming into this week. We'll see where they land after the Florida series. But 
The JU Dolphins going down to Coral Gables on Wednesday for a 4 o'clock first pitch before they come back home on Friday against Bradley. Final moments of our show today, I want to bring in our producer, Rob. Uh, Rob, you're a big Braves fan like me. How excited are you about this upcoming year? I am ridiculously excited. I uh, love these new rules already. What are you thinking, Gib? Yeah, man, I, I, a lot of people have asked me about um, what I think about the pitch clock. To be honest, man, I love it. The pace is quick. It's um, There's a lot of the downtime that we had before that's no longer there. A lot of uh, you know needless things that have been happening yet where the <laughs> – the batter will sometimes take a circle around the batter's box and he'll wave to the the his family in the front row. I mean, you got to get in there and 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 hit. So, I love it. I think the pitchers um, dictate the pace now because the pitchers are going to be ready. They're going to be on the bump. They're going to be ready to throw. So, I think the batters uh, have to be ready as well, but I think the pace uh they've shaved off 20 to 40 minutes off of games, which is crazy. I'm somebody that's like I mean, I'm going to enjoy it regardless. Um, you know, have a quick game, have a long game. I'm going to go out there and, and have fun with it. But, you know, for for me, people that don't like the pitch clock, I would ask you, what's the difference in the pitch clock and the play clock in football? Because the play clock in football, you have a number of seconds to be ready to run a play or what? It's a penalty, right? Well, it's the same thing. If you If you don't – if you're not ready in time with the pitch clock – the penalty is a ball or a strike. So please explain to me what's the difference between play clock in football and pitch clock in baseball. That's what I think. Right, yeah. And, like, there was a one game with the Braves-Boston where it ended on that penalty, and there's, like, people, like, they were uproarious over it. Like, oh, this is ruining the game. That's never going to happen. You know, like, they, I think it was Stephen Vogt at the beginning of the year who played AAA where they're implementing the, the, uh, the pitch clock. And he even himself said it took like a month or two to kind of work out the kinks between the umpire, the batter's box, the pitcher. But he said once that happened, the game was just so fluid. And and that's what I'm most excited about. And I believe we're already starting to see that early in spring. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, look, they've had it at AAA. I mean, if it works in AAA, it's guess what? It's coming to the major leagues. And so the AAA guys have adjusted. The major league guys will adjust as well. I don't think it's going to be a problem. You know, people are going to talk about, well, will it increase pitcher injuries because they now have to throw quicker. I hope that's not the case, but I think these guys will adjust. They're major league players. That's that Baseball, look, at the end of the day, baseball is a game of adjustments, 100%, and I think they will adjust. In our final seconds, we have on River City Hardball. Thanks again to all of our guests that we've had this morning. We started off this morning with First Coast Head Coach Stephen Barnes and 2024 FSU commit Hunter Carnes. Also, we had JU freshman... Uh, Chandler Howard joined us as well. And Cherokee Nichols, the UNF Ospreys outfielder. So thanks to all of our guests this morning. Thanks to our sponsor, DBAT Jacksonville. Thanks to our producer, Rob. I'm Andrew Gibson saying so long and have a great Sunday, Jacksonville.